top of the top to y'all. Added some intro music to there. Shout out my boy Rob Douster complaining about everything. How's everybody doing today? Everybody good? I'm sure everybody's rushing or standing in line to go try that new Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'm sure if you, uh, unless you live under a rock, you know what I'm talking about. The most amazing chicken sandwich that Popeye's came out with uh, this week. It hit, um, it hit L.A. on Monday, and I had been calling Popeye's, yes, like it was uh, Foot Locker. I had been calling Popeye's, and I was like, hey, when are you guys getting the chicken sandwiches? And they're like, Monday. I'm like, wow, Monday. So I had a craving for that chicken sandwich all weekend, and it didn't. And I didn't want to go to Chick-fil-A because, um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't want to go to Chick-fil-A and ruin my craving for a chicken sandwich. So I just waited until Monday and then I went, all right, I'm going to just tell you about my, me going. So I, about 1130, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go there before the lunch hour starts. I get there at 1130. There's about three or four cars ahead of me and I'm, um, sitting there. And I pull up, and this is the one on La Brea and Sentinella. And I pull up, and I'm like, why is everybody taking so long? And it says, drive through to the window to make your order. And I was like, what? So, me, I'm very impatient, and I have very bad road rage. <clears throat> so, me in a drive-thru, I, I can't understand why people are taking so long. I kind of like, yeah, you could just imagine. So, I finally get to the window, and I'm like, hey. Let me get the number 10. And she comes back like two minutes later. And my bag is just effervescing with steam. And I'm like, what? And I eat a couple fries. And I'm like, wow, way too hot. So I'm like, damn, these are going to be good when I get home. So I drove home, a little six-minute, seven-minute drive. And I come in and I try the sandwich, right? Unwrap it and I look at it. And I'm like, wow, this is what. This is what it's all about. I was about to say this is what Martin Luther King marched for, but it's, 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 it's not that serious, okay? It's really not that serious. Uh, I don't like it's just it's hilarious. But so I, I look at it, I'm like, wow. And I like the pickles are the best part. Some people say don't get pickles, right? The pickles are the best part. They got these new kind of like sweet, what a barbecue pickles, bomb, right? So I'll take a bite and I'm like, yo. And it was scolding hot, like scold still, like steam coming out of it still. I was like, damn. And it was just the best sandwich I'd ever had, period, at that time. Well, I'm not going to put too much on it. It was amazing. I'm not going to lie. It was, it, it was amazing, okay? It's a big-ass sandwich, okay? And it's like, it's going to fill you up. My fat ass is about to get two. I was, I was sitting at the, this is how fat I am. I'm sitting at the drive-thru and I'm like, okay, so if I get two sandwiches, I got water at home. I mean, I got drinks at home. Well, water, I don't drink that with soda. I'm like, I got water at home. <sighs> Let me get, get two sandwiches. And I was like, nah. I'm like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get two sandwiches. I'm going to get a combo and then another sandwich. And I was like, yeah, my fat ass is gone. I'm like, well, you won't be able to eat all that. So I was like, all right, so I just got the combo. I'm like, if I, if, I, if I eat it and I'm still hungry, I'll come back and get another one. I ate that thing, and I was, I was struggling to get through it. That thing is so big, so good. Pause, pause. Wow. Whew. 
man, yo, <laughs> skirted her. <laughs> My bad, y'all. That sandwich is amazing. Okay. Um, now I'm not going to get in the debate of, I mean, Chick-fil-A is, is, is good. I think everybody's just going crazy because this chicken sandwich is like the new girl at school and she's really hot. And then you like, then you finally get to see her in real life instead of Instagram. You're like, Oh wow. She's really hot, but she's just the new girl at school. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? She's like the new girl at school. You know, like you've seen all the other girls the past three years and your senior year, she walks in. You're just like, what? Oh man. So, but my fat ass went back the next day. I went on Tuesday, okay, and um, I went on Tuesday, and I got it, and I was like, hmm, can I get extra pickles, please? And when I tell you that that sandwich was much, went to the same one, LeBray and Sentinella, you always got to go to Popeye's in the hood, okay? Like, you have to. You have to. And I'm not going to tell you why, but you have to go to Popeye's in the hood. Okay, I mean it's pretty self-explanatory as to why, but that's what you that's that's what I recommend. Okay, like if they don't have bulletproof glass on the window at your Popeyes, you're probably in the wrong Popeyes. Okay, but um, so yeah, and then my my next venture with the chicken sandwich is if Popeyes had cheese, I don't have an ass because when they had their shrimp po' boys and their po' boys, I used to always get cheese on my po' boy, and it would always be like a like a hassle, you know, so I don't know if Popeye's has cheese, but if Popeye's has cheese and you can get cheese on it and extra pickles, man, listen, man, listen, okay, listen, that's how good it is, but I mean, like, I still like Chick-fil-A, their breakfast is fine, I ain't gonna breakfast is fine, but like, the Popeye's chicken sandwich and the Chick-fil-A sandwich don't compare, at all, like, and you can get the chicken sandwich on Sundays, which everybody's been saying on Twitter already, so, that's my take, I had to be like the other podcasts and give you all the take of the Popeye's chicken sandwich, it's fire, okay, and it's worth the wait, no, but when I was in line the second time, I ain't gonna lie to you, this dude walks up, he's like, yo, can I get four chicken sandwiches, and the dude was probably like five, five, seven, little kid, probably like six, 17 years old, like five, seven, and I was like, damn, what you about to sell those on eBay, he started laughing, (laughs) <laughs> it's gotten out of hand, but, uh, you want to know what's funny, not funny or kind of, well, it depends on who you are, but I saw a tweet. Um, I saw a couple of tweets actually when Darren Ravel said that it was, we, the Twitter garnered Popeye's 23 and a half million dollars of free, uh, promotions and publicity and all that stuff just on, on social media and Twitter and Instagram alone. Um, Somebody tweeted, <laughs> somebody tweeted, uh, black people, black Twitter, making everybody else rich except each other, but you don't want to have that conversation. That one was like, that, that was, man, <laughs> that was, man, that, that hit home to me. It did like that was, that's, that's powerful. That's very powerful, very powerful, and it's just like, man, I had somebody hit, hit now I'm not saying that I'm, I don't think I'm a catalyst to anything, but <clears throat> people hit me and saying like, uh, dang, grads, like, 
once you took the picture that you were at the drive-thru, that's when everybody started really buzzing about it and going crazy. I'm like, come on, man. I don't, I don't take myself seriously at all. I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, but it's just, that tweet was just very powerful to me. Explaining why it's kind of self-explanatory. If you, you know, it really is. Um, it just, uh, man. So, anyways, okay. <clears throat> Off that, let's get into the, um, the another debate that was sparked because my boy Swiss Cultures was in the gym and he just heard Devin Booker say something to Joe Kim Noah. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> Everybody on Twitter screaming about, man, I get double teamed, and then I double team somebody. Okay, we're not talking about 24-hour fitness, okay? We're not talking about the, the, the dad who's in there with his Air Monarchs on, you know what I'm saying? His, his, his calves, his, his, his tube socks pulled up, and they can't go past his calf because they're so thick, okay? And his, 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 his uh, old-school champion, the one before champion got popping again, shorts that cost like $9 at Walmart, okay? And his, and his, uh, oversized church retreat shirt okay we're not talking about that guy and you guys know exactly who i'm talking about okay the guy who looks like he's playing racquetball but he's playing basketball who's dressed for racquetball but he's playing basketball that guy we're not talking about that guy on the team okay we're talking about professionals okay and not the gym that the 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 social media guy be at new york not that gym with j cole playing like it's oh my god it's amazing do you know what yeah, let's stay on. I'm going to give you a whole bunch of, uh, of I'm going to go on a whole bunch of tangents with this, okay? Now, here we go. My boy Swiss Cultures is in the gym, right, filming, okay? And people are like, everybody makes a highlight film look good. Like, okay, guys, you got to understand, okay? You got to understand. Professional NBA players, okay? The guys that get paid millions of dollars to play basketball, they're really fucking good at basketball, okay? They're really fucking good, okay? And you guys sit up here and think that because you know, you have an opinion towards them or you feel a certain way because they made you mad or something happens, like, you think they're not good, okay? I've, I've said this on, on multiple podcasts. Like, when Devin Booker said that, okay, everybody was like, oh, man, you, you get double teamed in games and, like, people are just going at him. It's just like, yo. He was saying, like, are you fucking serious, guys? We're in a fucking meaningless pickup game. Okay, where you know why we're here. We're getting our cardio up. We're getting our reps up. Okay. Yes, is Devin Booker going to get double teamed? Yes. Why? Because he doesn't have a point guard. Okay. <clears throat> All right. And Phoenix can't draft for shit. They got lucky with DeAndre Ayton. But anyways, like how? You, I mean, Ricky Rubio. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> Watch what Ricky Rubio does for Devin Booker this year. You guys are like, Ricky Rubio? You guys don't understand. Ricky Rubio is not a scoring point guard, okay? And in a place like Phoenix, where he can, like, they're going to, he can literally do what he wants as far as, like, passing and running the offense and stuff like that. Ricky Rubio is not as bad as you guys say he is. He's just, he was just the fifth pick. He was 19. He'd been playing with Spain. He knew those guys since he was a kid, and that's why he looked as good as he did in the Olympics. Like, but, like, obviously, I mean, I've seen, Russell Westbrook sit him down. I've seen Steph Curry sit him down. Dame Lillard, oh my God, that was magical. When he came, when Dame Lillard came to Minnesota, oh my God, I don't know. I think it was like 2014 or 15. Oh, the show he put on, man, 
I felt bad for Igor. There was a string of games where he just, but that was when he was younger. He's gotten better. Okay, like he's not gonna. I think I think he's a he's gonna be a great point guard for Devin Booker because um, he's gonna give him the ball. I also think he's gonna be a great point guard for um, DeAndre Ayton because he's gonna give, he's gonna give him the ball. You know, like oh poor DeAndre, man, like man, he he's really good. He's really fucking good. But uh, Monty will get it together. Monty will get it together. Monty will get it together. He will. They're both still wild horses who haven't been tamed yet. Um, and once they once they get tamed, Devin and DeAndre, it's it's gonna be problems, big problems. But anyways, back to it. Ricky Rubio's a good point guard for Devin. Okay, back to that. Now, he was saying that on some shit like, dude, are we really out here playing like this? You know, like really, this is this is the what we're doing. <clears throat> and Joe Kim's like, hell yeah. Obviously, Joe Kim was kidding. Right, and I'm not dogging Tony Snell because I mean, you got a guy in the corner. Basketball instincts teach you run to the guy and double team him to get the ball out of his hands. Okay, I get that, and that's what he was doing. Now, here's the thing: if there's no video in there, no guy filming, we never see that. It's like a tree falling in the woods. We never, we're not there. We don't hear it. Oh, speaking of the, pay attention to the Amazon people. This is not, there's not a, on fire on accident, and there's not being, so news isn't being suppressed on accident either. They want this to happen. Okay, but I'm going to start doing a whole other conspiracy theory uh, podcast there later, but okay. Back to basketball. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> sorry, I lost my train of thought. I'm like Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian. I completely went off on a, on a completely different tangent um, and forgot what I was saying. Hopefully, I'll come back to it, but uh if there's no video there, we don't hear it. It's like a tree falling in the woods. I got it. I was retracing my steps. It's like a tree falling in the woods. We don't hear it, right? But see, people are, are complaining now. I was a part of it. I worked at a, a, a mixtape company um, when I started, okay? Well, I started with the Hamiltons, and then the mixtape company came to me and asked me to join them. And I was like, oh, sure, why not? Okay, after my ex-girlfriend told me I'd be stupid not to. Whatever, we'll get into that. But anyways, so I was a part of it. So, there's nothing, you guys got to understand, these kids are different, all right? They're not me and you, okay? Like, when we knew where everybody was when we were kids, the, everybody's bike was in front of everybody's houses, okay? Like, that's how we knew where everybody was when we were kids, okay? Like, like open gym, coach would call us in the, in the, in, in the morning when I was in, in uh, high school. He'd call us in the morning, like, open gym tonight at, at this time, okay? Call everybody else. So, we'd all call each other, and that's how the word would spread. Like, if we had Twitter back in the day, the runs would have been, oh, my God. But, like, that's what everybody says. Okay, so times have changed, people. you got to understand, these kids, <laughs> now that I'm working with the company and I'm trying to help guys get deals and I'm bringing and I'm showing them guys' Instagram, they're like, eh, that's too small. And these guys got 100,000, 200,000 followers on Instagram, and they're telling me it's too small. They, they couldn't work with that, that person. So social media is very important, Okay. Look at what happened with Mello. We called him Hoodie Mello because he was, I mean, the show, I mean, but it's Carmelo Anthony. But still, the show he was putting on that summer when he was in, we would have never known it. That never would have happened. So we got to understand, it, it, we can't, we got to stop getting mad at these kids. They're kids, people. They're kids. Like, you just, like, a lot of these guys are in college and they graduated with your kids like two years ago. Okay? Your kid was playing with them like two or three years ago. They're still kids. Okay? Anyways, so 
a lot of these kids, they're trying to, they're, it's social media. They were raised in it. Like, you know, like, I still play video games. Why do I still play video games? Because when I was 10 or 11 years old, my mom bought me a Sega Genesis. Well, I had the Atari earlier, but still. My mom bought me a Sega Genesis. That's the video game I remember playing all the time. Okay, then the next Sega came out. No, she bought me, excuse me, she bought me the Sega Master System, my old ass. Okay, then the Genesis came out. Okay, and then she bought me all the video games. I didn't get to, I never got the Nintendo. I never got that. I was a Sega guy. I never got that. Um, and then later, you know, X, PlayStation, Xbox. So, and if I was never, if we were never right, that, and like, I'm a grown, grown ass man, and I still play video games. Like, Call of Duty's my shit. But why is that? It's because I was raised. So these kids are raised completely in social media, right? <laughs> and we don't, we don't understand that as older, as older adults, because when we were kids, it's like we had to be in the gym. Like we were bored. There's nothing to do like movies and stuff like that. But it's like, like pagers is what we had. Okay. Like I was in high school. You, you get suspended if you had a pager in high school, you know, <laughs> like, so, uh, um, we got to understand that they're not, they're not, they grow up differently than us. So yes, all this stuff is needed, but we got to understand like we're catching bits and pieces of a conversation and we're taking it and running with it and we're going crazy and everybody has it on the podcast and you know, they're discussing it. And then like, you see it all over ESPN and shit like that. It's like the levels of basketball, like you double team, Devin Booker gets double team if he's playing a 24 hour fitness. Okay, and he's still going to get every score, every bucket. He's not even going to notice the two guys trying to play defense on him at 24-hour fitness. But it's like when you're playing with pros who are just as big, fast, and strong as you, you know, it's kind of like, well, Marcus, you're playing good, so you do double teams. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, everybody, fucking all the coach motherfucker, all the coach Thibodeaux out there talking about defense, this, and you got to work on that in the game and shit. Right, okay. During the season, they'll work on that. Devin, they're going to double team you. It's practice. That's during. That's for the game. Like they're playing pickup and working out for individual, for individual betterment, so their moves can be tighter, so their handle can be better, so they can get the kinks out of their jump shot. Like y'all been watching Ben Simmons work on his jump shot the past three years. It, it takes time. You know, it's not going to be done overnight. Everybody thinks that <clears throat> that's why everybody's getting called a bust so damn fast because they come out, and and I, I'm hey, I'm partly guilty of it too. I like to give kids chances though, like. You know, like people, we were talking, I was talking about Marquise Chris the other day. Like Marquise Chris stays in college for three or four years. He's, he's still 20, 19, 20 when he graduates from college. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a kid, but I'm not, I'm just using him as an example. I'm not saying he's bad or anything, but it's like we give up on kids too. Now some kids, like you can see, they're not going to be good, right? <clears throat> but like Andrew Wiggins is not a bust. <laughs> okay like i talk shit about him but i'm gonna be honest he's not a bust dude. he's the number one pick he's, he's averaged like 17 but he broke the rookie record for scoring for christian he broke christian leitner's rookie record for scoring for, for rookie points in the season like people don't realize that like that kg didn't do that kg was a fifth pick and everybody loves kg kg didn't do that andrew wiggins did okay like and 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 people like like i understand like, everybody wants Andrew Wiggins to be what he's doing in high school, okay? I mean, I do, too. I mean, I think, he's, I think he, he, he can. I, I just, I mean, I don't know what it is. It's like, man, he's got all the talent in the world and just, you know, he could play. He's not just an athlete. And that's the, that's the, that's the scary thing. Like, sometimes God gives you either or, 
You know, you would have crazy fundamentals or elite athleticism. And he's got both. Okay? <laughs> like, Wiggins, Wiggins can fucking hoop. I can't believe I'm spending this much time on him. But, like, he can play. Okay? Like, he's really fucking good. He's just not the monster you guys wanted him to be. But he still gets you 17-7 and seven a game. Okay? Like, <clears throat> I mean, he's not, he's, not living, he's not doing what Carl Anthony Towns is doing. Okay, but he's not no scrub giving, he's not doing what, sorry, A.B., but he's not doing what Anthony Bennett did. Okay, he's giving you 17 and 7. You know, he's had 30, 40-point games. You guys just want him to dunk on everybody all the time and say, why isn't he doing that? I mean, I agree with you guys, too, because, man, dude, that kid is, that just shows you how God has a sense of humor. Okay, that's what you guys just got to figure out. Like, Like, God has a sense of humor. Okay, like. Look at Allen Iverson. Look at Shaq. Okay, <laughs> you know, you know, sense of humor. Okay, but anyways, back to it. These kids are—they um, grew up differently than us. We got to stop getting mad at them putting stuff on Instagram of them making highlights. It's like, dude, you guys see games. You you guys see Kobe. Kobe had sixty points. Yeah, you know, he took fifty shots his last game, but nobody cares because he had sixty and they won. You know what I'm saying? And and then just how Kobe made him feel. You know. We got to stop getting mad at kids because we do the same thing. We go on Instagram. We go on Twitter as, as adults the same way, you know? So it's like we're all a part of the social media world because we're seeing kids and, and people get famous, you know? Like we look at Spice Adams in our generation. We look at Spice Adams. Like he's like our age kind of. He is. He's like, he, getting, he doing it on Instagram. And it's like well, it's, social media is a, is, a, is a medium. It's a platform we all got to take advantage of and stop getting mad at people who do it, you know? Like, some of these kids on Instagram, some of these guys in the NBA who got over a million followers, they could be making serious bank if they get with the right companies and their agent does it for them. But what I'm saying is, like, they could be making because of their social media platform. That's another way to make money. You know? So, some guys do it because, hey, if my social media game is up, you know, some guys have more, more followers in their team. Some. Not all. Some. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, social media is a is a is part of our society now. It's part of the culture. It's it runs everything. Opinions. It's all opinions get formed. Narratives. Everything. You know. And it's just like that's where we are today with it. So the double team, Devin Booker saying it is different than you guys saying. Well, I got double team. We be double teaming. Da, 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 da. And we all know taking a charge in a pickup game is blasphemy. And that's why I'm a touch on it. Like, I've, people are like, I've never, I've seen people take charge. My high school coach, okay, one guy on my team <laughs> took a charge, right, in the game. My coach walks out, on the, he's like, he stops, the, he walks out. He's like, what the, he's like, who the fuck takes a charge in a pickup game? What do you, what, <laughs> what do you want, a gold star? You know what I'm saying? Like, he understood, he, he just don't want guys getting hurt. That's why he said that, okay? Like, he appreciated the effort, but he's like, come on, dude. Like, we're, this means nothing. All right, like this means, and I've seen guys do it, and I've seen guys do it, and I've seen them get laughed at, and it's hilarious. And even their own teammates are like, what the fuck are you doing? Bro, th- nobody takes charge. They tell them, well, uh, it's a part of the game. It's like, dude, come on. But anyways, that's all I'm going to say about that. But um, <clears throat> we have to just understand that's exactly um, the society we live in today. You know, that's just, that's just a part of it. Part of basketball, part of everything. You know, and I mean, some people are getting famous 
for, I, I'm, I don't know, some people are getting famous for their Instagram, and it's like, you don't even know basketball, you just got followers. There's a lot of people out there like that. Right? It, it makes you mad. Right? So, but yeah, leave Devin Booker alone. Leave Trey Young alone. Okay? So, the Lakers got Dwight Howard. Yeah, I was struggling to come up with content, and then, and then I ain't gonna lie. And then this came over the airways right when I was in the middle of recording. So I had to take a cool little four-hour break. And to give my thoughts about it, and for those of y'all who don't follow me on Twitter, which I don't know who doesn't or why you don't, because it's your problem if you don't, hmm. Dwight Howard coming to the Lakers as my boy Shams, Shams, I don't know how to say your last name, brother, but you reported it first. Okay, I'm going to try this. Charania. My boy Shams Charania reported that Dwight Howard is coming to the Lakers. I'm very happy about this. I mean, it's not a bad move. I mean, let me tell you something. I know everybody's like, are you not going to take? He's a locker room. First of all, first of all, that locker room is controlled by one person and one person only. But LeBron is not a dictator like Kobe Bryant was. Okay? LeBron is like... Everybody wants to say Obama. Um, LeBron is... Oh, man. LeBron is a leader. But LeBron knows to not to let Dwight be Dwight. Okay? The whole problem with Kobe Bryant and then not working was Dwight Howard was too young for Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant wanted to win a championship. Okay? And then when Dwight got there, he was all goofy and happy and still, a, I mean, a fucking monster. Like, come on, it's Dwight fucking Howard. When Dwight Howard got there... He was all goofy and funny and wanted to be happy and like, I'm a new thing in L.A., you know what I'm saying? About to move and live in West Hollywood, like I'm about to have a great time, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the, yeah, that was a little, sorry, just a joke, okay? Relax, everybody. Stop being so damn sensitive, okay? Shit, let me fucking joke around. Anyways, Dwight Howard was happy about moving to West Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? And partying and everything. It's like, L.A., man, great. I love it. So, um, <clears throat> anyways, um, and Kobe was like, no, no, nigga, you come in this motherfucker, you're going to work, you ain't going to smile, and da 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 Kobe tried, didn't want him to be Dwight. That's why it didn't work. But you can't go at Kobe Bryant. He's Kobe Bryant. You're 26-year-old Dwight Howard. You know, you can't, it can't work, you know. And with LeBron, and well, AD's 26, and LeBron is 34. Once again, both of those people, LeBron and AD and Dwight and Kobe, completely different personalities, Okay. Like, AD doesn't really talk that much. So, you know, and Dwight's not going to try him. Like, Dwight's not going to come in there and be punkin' dudes. He's not, he's, that's not him. He's going to come in and have fun. You know, he's a jokester. But I think with all the stuff that he's been through in his life, you know, you people got to understand, look, Dwight's still going to be the same. You don't know him, A. And B, all the stuff that he's been through in his life, okay, it probably he's going to come to L.A. and be like, yeah, I'm not going to. This, this stuff's not going to happen again. It's happening to every other team. Because I'm, I'm saying this here. Listen to me. If this does not work out for Dwight, for Dwight Howard, this is his last stop. If it doesn't work out for Dwight Howard and the Lakers, he, he's going to be out the league. I mean, it's not like he's, it's not like he had a bad, he's 15 year career. But I'm just saying, like, if it just doesn't work out for Dwight Howard, he's going to be out the league. Plain and simple. And he knows that. Everybody knows that. And I'm sure the Lakers told him that. 
when he got there or when they were talking to him. Um, um, I, I just think it's weird because Rob Palenka was Kobe's agent and um, but I mean, hey, like you lose Dwight Howard, Mark DeMarcus Cousins who, honestly, DeMarcus Cousins, what the hell, bro? Like, honestly, what are you doing? Sit your happy ass down, okay? Relax, recover. I get it. They, these guys think they're invincible, but your Achilles tendon is nothing. That's the worst injury you can have. People have died from Achilles injuries. That's why it's called the Achilles tendon. Remember, you guys have seen Troy with uh, Brad Pitt. Remember, he got shot in the Achilles. And he was Achilles, but that's why it's called the Achilles because that's where he got shot, and that's where he died, and he died from that. So, anyways... Don't play with an Achilles tendon. Trust me, I tore mine. All right? Okay? It's, it's, it's no. It's, it's not a fun injury. All right? It's not a fun injury at all. Um, DeMarcus. Man, they would have won a championship. No, I mean, it would have been ugly with Dwight. I mean, with DeMarcus, AD, and LeBron. Oh, my God. Kuzma. I mean, anyways, listen. Listen. It's going to be perfect. Not perfect. Nothing's perfect. It's going to be fine. Okay, Lakers fans? Like, it's going to be fine. The two main players on that team are LeBron James and Dwight. I mean, pfft, wow. Okay. Excuse me. The two main players on that team are LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Okay. Dwight Howard is going to get you rebounds. Okay. He's going to, I think he's going to get like 11 points a game like anywhere between 12 to 16 rebounds, okay? Anywhere between two to two, two to three blocks a night. He's not going to be the focal point of any offense. He knows that, okay? And you never could throw it to Dwight to get a basket. He was just so damn strong, guys would bounce off of him, okay? But check it. You guys are all weary. Oh, it's Dwight. It's the, you guys need to lighten up, okay? Like Dwight Howard has been in the league for 15 years, okay? He's grown up in the NBA. He's seen what people have done to him. He's seen what having people close to him and, and letting them go has done to him because everything gets out. I'm not saying any of this. Is, we all joke about the, the, the whatever stuff that came out about him. But it's like, first of all, let me tell everybody who is listening to this right now, none of y'all are going to walk up to Dwight Howard and tease him about being gay to his face. None of y'all. Trust me. Okay. That's not going to happen. So let's stop with that right there. Okay. Let's just stop. Okay. Like, all right. Well, Marcus, you just said something. Yeah. But the thing is I can, I'll say it to his face, but he'll know it. He'll know. He knows they, he knows who I am. He's not going to take it as like, I'm making fun of him. Do you understand that? You guys don't know these people at all. So if you're not going to say it to their face, just don't say it. Cause no, you're not smacking the shit out of Dwight Howard. If you see him, that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. It's not going to happen. Anyways. Um, he's going to be fine. He's going to come in. He's going to play his fucking role. He's going to get rebounds. Well, how's he going to score 11 points? Marcus Emgrads, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get the ball, he's in this thing's called offensive rebounds, which he's gotten like 19 in one game before. Like, do you guys not understand? Like you're getting Dwight Howard at 33. He's still got two more years left of his prime. Okay. And you guys are like, Man, he's a cancer. Like, why do y'all just go to negative shit? You guys just hear what these fucking people feed you. Well, teammates have said it. They haven't said it to his face. They're leaking it to reporters that they have said it. 
okay? Like, y'all don't understand. Dwight Howard, 18, 18 years old, comes in the league, number one pick, comes in destroying. They compare him to Shaq. He takes a Superman moniker. Like, he's been through a lot. He's, he's had his baby mama on TV. You know, he's had, like, people don't understand. Sometimes you can come to L.A. and you can get away from the madness. You're like, what? The spotlight on him, he's a Laker. He's not LeBron or AD anymore. Like, if Dwight Howard has a 20-20 night, it'll be all over ESPN in the papers and they'll be going crazy because he's not expected to do that here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I guarantee you Dwight Howard will probably have, have a game this year. He'll have like seven points and like 33 rebounds and like five blocks just to troll. Okay? Like, honestly. Like you guys, oh, Margaret, he's had it before. Well, he was just... He is not going to be the focus. He's going to be in much better shape because he's not he's not going to be as tired. He's not going to have the ball. It's going to be LeBron and AD. They're going to be carrying the load, okay? And then Kuzma's the next option, okay? Like, what? Like, and Dwight Howard's not even going to start. Y'all bring him off the bench. Like, you know? Or if he does start, good. AD's going to play the four. And AD can play the five. Like, everybody just makes stuff up because, you know, some reporter thought that he shouldn't play the five. So I'm going to type this and say this and say sources are telling me. And you guys go run with that shit. Like, sources ain't telling them shit. They're getting it from other reporters. Anyways, I think this, this is going to be good. Now, I knew Steve Howard. See, Steve Howard. Steve Nash and Dwight Howard wouldn't work. This is why it wouldn't work. Because Kobe Bean Bryant. Happy birthday. Kobe Bean Bryant, right? You guys didn't notice when Steve Nash got to the team. Kobe Bryant was trying to get triple doubles. If you didn't notice, Kobe Bryant was dishing the ball a whole lot more that season. Yeah, he was getting buckets, of course, just Kobe Bryant. But there was a couple games he had like 15, 16, 17 assists. And I'm like, Kobe, and, and, and that pissed me off because Laker fans don't watch the game. like People don't watch the game like that. I'm, they're just seeing Kobe. He's Kobe. And, oh, my God, I'm blinded by Kobe. Why? And it pissed me off because, like, Kobe, why are you going to get Steve Nash and then start playing like Steve Nash? Like, you wanted Steve Nash to get you the ball in situations. Why are you taking the ball out of his hand? Like, y'all don't remember that? Kobe's playing point guard? Let's see, that's what I'm saying. Laker fans, y'all don't be remembering shit. Like, y'all don't be watching. Like, y'all don't have no memory of these games, do you? Like, do you remember when Shaq got 49 up in, uh, in uh, Golden State? It's when he sold, when he said to the, the most classic line ever, I don't give a shit. We're live, Shaq. I don't give a shit. I know. I know. Like, you guys don't remember that. But anyways. Or the night that Antoine Jameson and Kobe Bryant had 51 against each other. And everybody's like, man, Kobe had 51. And everybody's, and the real niggas is like, uh, Antoine Jameson had 51 also. See what I'm saying? It's a narrative, okay? Y'all see Antoine Jameson and Kobe Bryant had 51 each. And what do y'all say? Man, Kobe Bryant had 50 on them niggas. Do you see what I'm saying? So y'all don't remember anything. Here we go. Back to what I was saying. LeBron's on the team. You're not going to have copycat Kobe on the team, Okay. And Laker fans, I'll give you guys a whole podcast on how I think Kobe Bryant ruined the Lakers, but we're not going to get into that yet. And he's still ruining them now with Rob Palenka as the fucking GM and president. I don't care. Like, that, man, like, that's just unconstitutional. Anyways, back to this. I don't, it's, it's all weird to me because, I mean, but I'm sure Kobe was like, when, when Rob Palenka called Kobe and was like, what do I do, Kobe? I don't want to make you mad. What do I do? And then Kobe was like, well, Rob, I mean, if Dwight's out there, he's still Dwight Howard. I mean, I ain't on the team anymore. So, like, but, I mean, I, why not? You know? Like, the nigga knows if he don't make it, he's going to be out the league. So, shit. 
Give him a chance. He might fuck around and, and, and get it right this time. So, he's got LeBron and AD. And uh, I don't think Dwight's going to be as open in L.A. to people as he was the first time he came here. Uh, yeah. Um, and plus, some guys come here, dude. The L.A., the Lakers is like the fountain of youth, Okay. Like, he's going to get to be a whole new Dwight Howard. All his injuries suddenly aren't going to hurt. He'd have been hurt the whole time in Memphis. He ain't going to be hurt at all in L.A. Okay? I wish you guys would understand that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Injuries go away when you get traded to the Lakers. Real fast. Real fast. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I'm much happier of us getting him than, than, than Marquis Spates and Joachim Noah. Like and, and there's no there's no nothing knocking Joe Kim. I just think that Tibbs just ran his ran the tread off his tires. Because um, Joe, dude, Joe Kim was cold. You can't even say he wasn't. I mean, he's one of the most decorated basketball players. Period. Like, what is he? No, he's Joe Kim is the truth. Stop. He's a great defender also, but I don't think. I don't know. I just think that Dwight Howard is a better fit for the Lakers than what they got going. You know, stable center seat tickets are going to be a, yeah, good luck getting them this year. But Dwight Howard's only making like a million dollars. He's getting the veterans minimum. So it's not like he's going to be a, uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, he's going to come in as a role player. And no, and he's going to get, he's only going to get older. So he's, he's going to, he might be killing, but he's not going to get, he's not going to get a $25 million a year contract from here on out. So Lakers, be happy. Okay. It's a great pickup. He's a vet. He's not going to be in the club doing dumb shit. You know, like, I mean, just, uh, I'm kind of happy. It's not going to work. It's not going to, it wasn't going to work in 2012. It's definitely going to work this this time around. Like, what? Y'all are so just, y'all hate LeBron for some reason. And he said, Graz, you hate him too. No, I I talk objectively over, over, over him, but I, he's, I mean, what? How can you hate on LeBron? Man, nigga lost six championships. Okay, there's no excuse for him losing championships in Miami, and that's that's it. That's the only that that's that's the only that's the only stretch I'll knock him for. That's it. Is Miami should have won every championship. The period. Point blank. Okay. Period. At least three. Okay. At least three. Anyways. But the shit he did in Cleveland is fucking legendary. Okay? Especially from 2007, that finals. Like, what? Dude, are you serious? <laughs> like, come on. Okay? And then the four finals in a row in Cleveland and winning one, and then they had to go get KD. They had to go get KD. Okay? They had to go get K. That was like what they did. Well, I mean, please don't get mad at me, MCU fans. But that was like going to get Superman to help the Avengers defeat Thanos. There you go. Sorry, DC and MCU. Sorry about that. I know I'm getting cussed out for that. But that is, that's what it was. So think about it. Obviously, Thanos could be beat. But look what you got to do to beat him. And that's exactly what the Warriors did. So for LeBron to do that, I mean, come on. 
you guys just need to stop. He is top two players ever. I'm always going to say Mike's number one because Mike built this platform for LeBron, and everybody says he's playing against plumbers. He wasn't. You know, I, I showed you guys that in 1998. Who was in that All-Star game he got MVP of? And they won the championship that year. But y'all don't see. Y'all don't want to listen to that. You just want to take these narratives that guys give you to run with. Anyways. The Lakers have a very veteran squad. If they're, Lord willing, there's no injuries. Okay. Who's the head coach of the Lakers? I have no idea. Tyrone Lue? Jason Kidd. Okay, if Jason Kidd can manage the time and the, and the plan and nobody gets hurt, oh, dude, will be fine. I can't believe Jason Kidd's a coach. But anyways, um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great year this year for Lakers fans. Okay, I say we'll probably get in between the third and the sixth seed. No, nah, I say top four. LeBron's gonna want home court advantage in the first uh, round. Um, I don't know who's gonna win the West though. I really don't. I don't think Houston is. Well, they got Russ and James. I mean, that's going to be... Man. I'm not going to give my season preview yet. I'm just going to talk about Dwight Howard and the Lakers. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great pickup. Um, Kuzma's coming into his own. He's been working on his shot all summer. He's been telling me about it. He's been in the gym early. Kuzma lives in the gym. Y'all are going to see. Another guy you guys hate for no reason. Uh, y'all just hate good Lakers. You know? Oh, I know why, because... Zoe, B.I., and Josh Hart left, and he stayed. So you guys are like, this nigga better be good. Or, I mean, I'm going to just talk bad about him on Twitter. Yep. And we see him in his face. Coos, I got a picture, bro. Instagram tag. Me and my boy Coos chopping it up. About to work on some things. Hashtag Laker for, for life. Anyways. Um, yeah, he's been working. They got Rondo. I mean, it's, it's man, come on, man. Y'all tripping. Lakers going to be fine. Really fine. Now, what I'm worried about is when LeBron leaves and, uh, yeah, if LeBron leaves and, uh, if LeBron leaves with champ and AD and them have championships, Rich Paul's still going to have a huge, huge say with the Lakers, but if LeBron and AD don't garner any championships, as soon as LeBron leaves, AD's leaving with him. I mean, that'd be too cold-blooded if LeBron didn't win a championship in LA. I'm, I, I hate to even say it. I hate to even say it, but that would be a huge hit for his legacy because of the stupid people that are in the media that write stories and have power. If he doesn't win a championship in LA, it would be and it shouldn't be like LeBron James. Can, this is what I say. LeBron James can lose every single game from here till he retires, and he would still be top two. His legacy wouldn't be touched if he didn't go to the Lakers. But if he goes to the Lakers and doesn't win a championship, the, the, the L.A. media, and it, it'll be bad. They'll try and damage, tarnish his legacy. To the real ones, it won't matter, but it'll just be enough to where you'll hear it and get brainwashed and say some dumb shit like, well, he didn't win a championship in L.A., you know, it's like, let's get out of here. With AD and everybody, and Dwight Howard. So, anyways, the Lakers are going to be fine. Just the Dwight Howard thing is going to work. Don't worry about it, Lakers fans. We're going to be fine. And um, 
Yeah, Jason Kidd's the coach, though. I mean, can he? I mean, he's played in championships and won one, so I think he can do. He'll do fine. Um. Yeah. Oh my God. No, you know what? Frank Vogel's the coach. Oh my God. Frank Vogel is the coach of the Lakers. Frank Vogel. He's got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Rajon Rondo, Dwight Howard, and he's the coach. Frank Vogel. I thought it was Jason Kidd. I really did thought. I really thought the Lakers coach was Jason Kidd. Wow. I'm gonna put it to you like this, guys. If LeBron doesn't like training camp. If LeBron doesn't like the system that Frank Vogel has implemented in training camp, okay, Jason Kidd will be the coach before the 20th game. Mark my words. They won't even wait till All-Star break because they have, this is a win now or bust. So, if LeBron James is not happy with the offense or anything that's being put in, Frank Vogel has the end of training camp. I say training camp is a preseason. When preseason is over, okay, that's training camp. Frank Vogel has to the end of training camp to get it right or he's going to be fired by game 20 and they'll make up some excuse. <sighs> like he'll have a family sickness, emergency, something he has to step away from coaching for a year. Trust me. You guys don't think that some of these coaches don't step away? Aren't forced out sometimes? You guys watch Mindhunter. You remember what happened when the 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 first uh, lieutenant, or no, the first chief retired? And then, and then he told him at his thing what happened? You thought I retired? They pushed me out. Anyways, so, yeah, that, that's, that, that's, that's the window that Frank Vogel really has, is training camp. He has till preseason, to the end of preseason. And if LeBron's on board, they're going. If he's not, he's gone. And they're going to give it right to Jason Kidd, which I think they're going to do anyway, but it doesn't really matter. But like I said, Lakers fans, um, I'm happy. I mean, I think they can win a championship. I just hope LeBron lets AD like lead them instead of him leading them. Like, LeBron, we need you for the playoffs. Like, you don't need to get 28-8-8 this year. Give me like 25, 9 and 9, 24, 10 and 10. Like, we don't need you to score. Let AD, Kuz, you know, Young Bulls, you know, um, I don't know who else we have on the team. Like, who else do we have? I'm just kidding. Rondo, KCP's back, I think. I don't know. I got to check the roster. I just know that they got Kuzma, LeBron, AD, Dwight Howard. And that's all we need. To, that's all we need right now. Who else do you need? <laughs> uh, you got you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the same team with role playing Dwight Howard, and you're trying to tell me that doesn't mean a championship for you? See, that's what you guys think. You guys are a little small ball. Who is going to guard Dwight Howard? And who's gonna, okay? Okay. Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard. Well, Anthony Davis can. Anthony Davis can guard anybody running down the court. He's like a guard out there, okay? He's a point guard in high school. He grew 10 inches when he was in high school. He's a point guard, okay? He can move. He can move, all right? Okay. 
in the playoffs, it's a half-court game. It's just a regular season where shit looks different. But in the playoffs, it's a half-court game, playing small ball. Okay? Who? Okay, we got AD, and you got Dwight Howard on the court at the same time. What small ball lineup is going to stop that? Give me one. Please, tweet me, at MGrads. Let me know. What small ball lineup is going to stop AD and LeBron and Dwight Howard in the half-court game? And Kuzma. That's a hell of a small ball. I just don't think LeBron James and Rajon Rondo should ever be on the court at the same time because it's the same player. It's the same player. The same player. Except LeBron scores and can shoot a little bit better. And is way taller and bigger and more athletic. Well, I wouldn't say more athletic, but he's just taller and bigger and jumps higher. But, uh, yeah. You remember if Rajon Rondo didn't get hurt, the Bulls sweep the Celtics easy in the playoffs when the Celtics were number one that year. Remember when my tweet went viral about the Celtics being an A seed and all that, looking like an A seed, number one seed in the AU squad, whatever. But, yeah, um, don't be wary, Lakers fans. Dwight Howard is coming. Pause. Dwight Howard will be there. Um, Dwight Howard will be there. So, just wait. Follow me. If you don't already, at MGrads, will you do? And uh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. I'll catch you guys next week.